Hi, I'm Brandon. And I'm Megan. For years, we were stuck in a rut, always complaining that nothing ever changed for us. And then we realized, if we wanted to improve our lives, we had to put in the work. Each week on this podcast, we'll get into an aspect of personal growth, relationships, or just life. Through our own experiences and guest interviews, we hope to inspire you to make your own positive changes. Welcome Welcome to to the the Fools in Love Love Podcast. Listen, guys, today we have got the episode you need for your relationship. During a recent live with Katie Couric and Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, Kristen and Dax admitted that this whole social distancing thing has not been going well for them as a couple. And it seems so many people are in the same exact situation and having all sorts of fights they wouldn't normally have because, well, they don't usually spend quite so much time together. But have no fear because Brandon and I have been training for this moment for eight years. Yep, that's right. For eight years, Megan and I have worked and lived in the same physical space. And then we got even more disgusting (laughs) because we added a blog and finally this podcast to the mix. And to top it all off, we only have one vehicle. I know. It sounds a little insane, doesn't it? But here's the thing. We're used to spending time together. And now we know that for at least the next little bit of time here on the podcast, we can help you not hate the person you love. Yeah. And I'm sure you're all feeling that pain right now. I mean, I know like Megan had kind of said, we're we're in this place of social distancing and isolation and being stuck in your house. And if we're following what we want to do and we're trying to flatten this curve, then we're going to have to get to a place where we don't want to flatten our partner in the meantime, because it can get rough. And like Meg said, just looking out over the social media landscape, talking to some of our friends, it's it's been a trying time to say the least. And We've kind of made all the mistakes you can make. We've done it for long enough to know that like, hey, we're not perfect. We still have these struggles, but we want to give you all some tips and tricks and hopefully get you to a place where you can make it through this quarantine with your partner intact. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. For the longest time, we did not do this first one. We did not do it and it was detrimental, but you need to allow solo time. And here's the catch, guys. You got to do it guilt-free. You have to allow your partner and yourself to both go for a walk, go for a run alone, read alone. I don't know, alternate who puts the kids to bed so the other person has some quiet time. Let the other person FaceTime with a family member or friend. But you got to do that all without getting an attitude. Right. I mean, this isn't about one-upping your partner. And it's not really about keeping this ongoing tally in your mind. And if you're doing that, you're just simply doing it wrong because you really want to give the other person that time. And then in turn, they'll give you time and it'll all work out in the end. And just to give an example, we always switch off on nights of putting our kids to bed and we allow each other time to go on evening runs. And we're gracious if someone else has a call or just simply needs a minute. Like the other night, we had my whole family on a Zoom call. And even though it was technically my turn to put our daughter to bed, Megan decided she would do it and give us some more time to chat all together. And it was amazing. And then the next night I took over for her. And, you know, really, you just got to be flexible in these moments. And, And like I said, it all ends up working out. And right now you really have to be cognizant of taking this time and allowing this time, this alone time for each other, because we're just stuck right now. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I don't mean we're stuck inside. I get that we're safe at home. But 
you know, our normal escapes just aren't there anymore. And it's probably starting to get quite real for you guys. Yeah, I saw something the other day, actually, that said that the coronavirus actually didn't cause your relationship issues if you're having them. They're already there. They just can no longer be ignored because you're looking them right in the face every day and you can't really get away or have those escapes like Meg was just saying. But really, there is a positive in this. And I know it's a negative time and there's a lot of negative news, but there are some positives because even if you're in a place right now where you aren't getting along, with the right steps, you can take this time to reconnect, recharge, and build up your relationship together. Yeah, and if you are in a place where things are just kind of rough right now together, we just would really encourage you to take it, take that time. And, you know, you still need your alone time, but actually use this time to your advantage. Use this time for your relationship, not to, not to separate yourselves further, but to, you know, take that alone time and then come back together and build your relationship. Because if, if ever you've had a time to do this, it's now. So use it wisely. The next thing we want to tell you about is our need, and we believe everyone's need, to just plan, plan, plan. If you want to not hate somebody, hate your partner during this whole corona time, then you need to know the plan. Because if you know the plan for everything, there's less of a chance to get annoyed with the other person for what they're doing and how they're doing it or the fact that they're not doing it all. Yeah. And if you're working from home, talk in advance about any scheduled calls you might have, Zoom meetings, emails you need to send, etc. And really just setting up your work from home schedules and spaces are just going to keep things running smoothly. I mean, really the single biggest cause of stress in our relationship or any relationship for that matter is unmatched expectations. So make sure you're talking about how things are going to go and where you see things going. And don't let those unmatched expectations become a problem. And the easiest way to do that is just by having the conversation, planning it out, because then you'll both be on the same page about where you need to go. Absolutely. And I will, I struggle like with needing such a plan that there are many, many times where I'm just like, hey, B, we got to figure out the plan. Like, it's just going to drive me insane if I don't understand what the plan is. And that might be for the next hour. That might be for the next week. It doesn't matter. But I'm going to need this plan. And we have a lot that we need to do. So I just need to figure out how we're going to do it. And then that's Brandon's cue to be like, oh, okay, we need to talk this through because my wife's going to have a mental breakdown if we don't have a clear direction and she's not understanding which of us needs to do what. Yeah, I mean, that's that happens often for us. I mean, really, Meg is way more of a person that like wants to have that plan. And I wasn't always that way. I always was very much like laid back. And I just was like, well, we'll figure it out. And my my line that I always say is we can we can finish that up in 10 minutes. Like and Meg's laughing because <laughs> she knows everything, it's true. Is, everything like, is doable in 10 minutes. But it's like, oh, don't worry about that. We can do that in 10 minutes. So now I say it just simply as a joke. But I really had to learn this because like I didn't always like to have a plan. But then what I've found is I've really loved and learned to adopt this because now, even in those moments where like we make a plan, yeah, that doesn't mean everything is resolved right in that moment. And sure, like a monkey wrench will come in and it won't work out always the way it was supposed to. But when we've talked, when we've strategized, and Megan knows that I've actually listened, she's able to feel much better. And then in turn, I can feel much better and the emotions don't need to get high. Yeah. And if you guys feel like us right now where you're just struggling to be motivated, I mean, we hear you. Like we don't generally have a lot of motivation anyway. We just kind of subscribe to the idea that subscribe to the idea that we're just going to do it anyway. But usually that's not that difficult. 
but right now the only way that anything is happening is because we plan because we're just we just don't have that motivation things feel up in the air things feel uncertain and confusing sometimes and if we don't have the plan and we don't have that motivation and we're not able to just do it anyway then we're just basically sitting around so we have to have to have to have that plan in place because that's the only thing that's going to work for us at this time and when we don't have a plan, we just don't do it, which then, of course, creates the stress, which then, of course, creates opportunities for us to have disagreements, even when it's about totally unrelated stuff. Yeah, and Megan's right. I mean, like we had we had Trent Shelton on the podcast not too long ago, and he was talking about just that, that like it, the whole idea that like people are more motivated than you. Like if you look at me and Megan, you think we're just more motivated than you or you look at someone like Trent or someone like uh, anyone you look up to. They don't all have it figured out. They just have it figured out how to make a plan and they stick to that plan. And no matter what's going on in their life, no matter what virus or other thing comes up, they still stick to that plan. And yeah, it's not always perfect, but hey, if even 70 or 60% of the time it goes as planned, isn't it better to have that plan than the other times when you have no plan at all and it all just seems chaotic? I know it is for me. Another strategy for not getting totally fed up with each other is just to keep some normalcy. Keep things normal. Stick to your regular fitness program. Keep up with your regular morning routine. Whatever you do right now or whatever you did before COVID-19 that was normal that you can still do right now, do that because it's going to help you both stay sane. And when you're both staying sane, you're less likely to pick fights with one, each- with one another. And this has been tough for us because when have any of us ever lived in a time like this? I mean, it's just bizarre, isn't it? So we understand that things are far from normal right now. But Megan's right. If you find things you're used to doing and that you're comfortable doing and that you like to do, you're just going to start to feel a little bit better. And none of us, and I mean none of us, know what's going to happen in the next hour, in the next day, in the next week. And it just seems like it's going from bad to worse. But if you look for ways to continue moving forward and find those things that you love to do, then you'll be much happier and much more centered. And most of us, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but most of us are used to going a thousand miles per hour in life. So this whole chill and stay put thing is just downright weird. But we're going to have to create new, some new normals during this process. And we have to go with it and have an open mind. Another thing that we have to remember is to have fun. So right now, more than ever, give yourself an at-home date night. Clearly, you can't go out, so you might as well bust out your card, your deck of cards, your board games, make some drinks, drink them on the patio. Right, or start a new Netflix or Prime series together, have a dance party, be silly, joke, laugh, do the do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, you can still have fun. I mean, it, it's it's allowed, I promise. So look for ways to make the most of it. I mean, we legit have taken our kids outside every night since this virus came. And we've danced around the house. We found funny TikTok videos and shared them with each other. And yeah, we've watched way, way too much Tiger King. (laughs) Exactly. It's all about just finding these little moments where you can connect as a couple and just remind yourself that even in the hard times, you can still have fun together and you can still build your relationship back up or continue to make it stronger if it's already strong. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people talking out there to like be productive and lock in. And that's awesome. Yeah, like be productive for sure. But also find some time for some enjoyment. Because in stressful times like this, it 
you almost feel wrong enjoying yourself. At least I know I do. But that's so far from the truth. In order to keep your mind right, you have to be able to let loose and laugh because otherwise you're going to let this thing just keep pulling you down. And I don't know for me, like I try to stay watching the news. I try to stay up to date. I try to make sure I'm following the whatever we need to do to slow the spread or whatever other terms we've learned. But that whole stuff made me kind of spiral and I was feeling depressed. I was feeling down and like we talked about a little bit ago, like I just didn't feel like doing much of anything. But once we started instituting some of these things and we started to have fun and we started to enjoy it and like, look, we never get this time. Sure, me and Megan work together and we do this podcast together and everything else, but we don't really ever have the time to just chill. We don't. We always seem to have the next thing to do and the next thing to do. But right now, there's still plenty of time even being productive to find times to have those little moments of joy because that's the thing. It's a moment of time. We're not saying to lounge out for whole days at a time. We're saying, lock in, get your stuff done, and then go have some fun. Go get out for a walk. If things are getting crazy, you know, spend some time and get that time for yourself or that time with your partner. And it really will open your eyes to the fact that you need to appreciate this time and look at it as a blessing. Yes, it's it's a really bad time, but there are some really good things that could be happening even in the midst of that. And the next thing really is just to talk about stuff that's that connects you. Right. And like Brandon was saying, you know, you can't really just sit around and talk about this coronavirus all the time. You can't do it 24-7 or it's going to drive you absolutely insane. So what can you talk about? Well, talk about the things that you both love. Talk about the things from your past together. Just find those ways to connect and just really dive into that right now because there's, again, never been a better time. Many of you just never get this time with your partner. And some of you are at each other's throats because it's just not the way you normally live. Right. But if you're bored, then why not talk? Why not explore some new conversations? Maybe go back and tell some old stories. Look through some old pictures. I mean, Netflix is great and so is social media, especially right now. But don't forget this extra time for you and your partner is actually a really great thing. Like make sure you're appreciating that and accepting it. It's really easy to fall into this this pattern of like not having conversations. And because I don't know. I don't know what most of you are like. Me and Megan, you all know if you've listened to us before, are really into having open and big conversations. And we constantly have a line of communication going. But we also are aware that most of you don't have that. But when's a more perfect time to do that? If you're both sitting there bored looking at each other, being like, what do I do? Man, I'm getting so stir crazy. Wow, what do I do? Get creative with that time because now is the time. We may never get another time like this again. And frankly, a lot of it, I hope we don't, but a lot of it could be a really good thing. And when you're remembering back in the future about what this time was like, or maybe someday telling your kids the story of it, hopefully it's not about the time where mommy and daddy split up because it was so rough. And I mean, like, I don't say that lightly. I've seen a lot of people really seriously having some deep issues and Now is the time to resolve those and have those conversations and work this stuff out. And another thing that we want to just mention for those of you that have kids, play with them. Play as a family or just play some one-on-one time with the kids. Like my sense of love for Brandon grows even more when I'm reminded of the amazing dad he is. So, I mean, when I see him sitting down coloring princesses and, you know, women superheroes with our daughter, it just warms my heart and 
makes me remember even more so why I love him and just really gets me to just feel all sorts of things that are really good to feel because you might feel stressed right now. You might feel anxious, but man, if you just remember the reasons why you love somebody, it really helps to take some of that anxiety away. And man, I tell you, I, I colored the best picture of Captain Marvel the other he night. Did, he I'm, did. I'm just going to put it out there, but oh boy, <laughs> have we been doing coloring and craft projects, getting outside, riding bikes, doing chalk. We all make these jokes about like when we were kids, at least we do, we're like, hey, when we were kids, we used to just go outside. And when the sun went down, we knew to come home. But like kids nowadays don't go out and do that. So why in this moment aren't we doing that then? Because it's a perfect time to get out. No one's saying you can't get outside and do something. Yeah, you might not be able to go to the park, but you can go out in your own driveway. And I don't know about y'all, but when my kids are driving me crazy, and yes, my kids drive me crazy often, easiest way to get them to calm down is to get them outside and let them burn some of that energy. Yeah. And we've been going on family runs a lot and some family walks. And my mother-in-law has been painting rocks with the kids and they put them out for people to find when they go on their walks. We're just really trying to find any way to be outside, be outside as a family and really just build again that sense of connection with each other and with our kids too, but especially with each other right now when it's so easy to just feel all those bad emotions, we just want to make it a positive experience rather than a negative. Yeah, like reconnect. I mean, reconnect with your partner and reconnect with your kids. I mean, for us, we work a lot and we rarely get much time with our kids because by the time we get home and we do our nightly routine and bath time and bedtime, and then we just start all back over in this like vicious cycle, it can get lost. But but now that's not the case. So find those ways to spend that quality time together. And I just think about like if we're bored as adults, because we've definitely gotten bored during this time, just imagine how much more boring it is for our kids. So if you have kids, make sure you're spending that time with them and using this time for the best. Okay. And we'll leave the kids alone for a second because the next one is pretty serious. Guys, don't escape by falling into old or bad habits. Now's not the time to fall back into those habits that are ultimately going to hurt you and your relationship. You need each other at your very best to be there for one another during this thing. I mean, I'm not saying we haven't had a Moscow Mule or two, but we also want to be sure that we're not letting things into our marriage that we don't want there. Wow, it's so easy to do this too. And I mean, not only in these moments, but like early on in our relationship, we spent a lot of time escaping into different things. Like you'd lock into Netflix or video games or social media and you just let it become a distraction. And again, we can use all these things in moderation. Like I'm not trying to sit here and hate on all that stuff. There's nothing wrong with them. But make sure that you're not using social distancing time to social distance from your partner. Amen, brother. And the next thing really is to just expect high emotions because right now we're all a little on edge, I think <laughs> I think we could say, but understand that about your partner and be sympathetic to that because you know how you're feeling. So think about how they're feeling. And if you don't know how they're feeling, ask and have that conversation. <laughs> I like how you added that conversation. There. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all will say or do things we shouldn't. In times like this, anytime you're stressed, anytime you're not used to being together so much, and now, boom, you're together 24-7. So you need to cut each other some slack. You don't have to make everything a big deal. Some things are okay to just let slide off our backs. 
or, you know, if a disagreement or fight pops up, forgive it quickly. Holding a grudge right now or anytime will really just make you both miserable. Oh, I know. (laughs) I shake my head here because it's so easy when I'm stressed just to get angry or impatient with Meg. And I've discovered over time that we just need to have grace like with our partner and hope that they would have grace for us as well. Because the thing is, it's going to happen. So just know it's going to happen and be quick to resolve it. And I'm not, and I'm going to tell you a little secret. Your partner, they're not perfect. And guess what else? Neither are you. So get over your differences quickly. We used to have such a hard time with this because we're both so stubborn guys. And I mean, oh, so stubborn. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and we just both have to be right all the time. And even when it doesn't matter at all, it can cause a lot of disagreements and tension and used to cause way more in our relationship until we both bought into this idea of showing grace, of seeing our faults and looking at things from our partner's perspective. And now we are much quicker to apologize and we don't let things get to a boiling point without having a discussion and then moving on. Clearly, we're not perfect. So we obviously still fight and we have arguments. But when we both adopted these tactics for resolution, we don't have to get to a bad place all that much. We can, you know, take an argument that for a lot of couples would be a day and turn it into five minutes and then kiss and make up. Yeah. And I'll give you guys a little example of a quarantine fight. <laughs> uh, so the other day, me and Megan started talking and she's like, hey, B, why did none of your socks make it into the hamper? And I'm like, well, what are you talking about? I, th- I threw them in there. She's like, well, yeah, you threw them in the closet, but none of them actually made it into the hamper. <laughs> and I was like, well, while we're talking about socks, why don't you leave your ice and ice cubes sitting on the counter a little longer when I make you an iced coffee? Because Meg is notorious, guys. I'm going to tell you right now. She's giving me the look. She is notorious for drinking her entire cup of coffee that I make her in the morning, setting it on the counter right next to the sink, but it never actually makes it into the dishwasher. So I brought that up. Then she brought up the sock story. Then we're going back and forth, having an argument over the silliest thing. I mean, y'all see where this is going, but this is what will happen when you're stuck in a place and you're stuck together in that moment. Yeah. And it was so dumb. And I mean, ultimately, of course, we got over it rather quickly. And we, again, we just don't let this kind of stuff ruin our day because we've seen it happen way too many times with friends and family that just like hold grudges a little bit too long over really like things that we just don't understand why they could possibly or how they could possibly last that long. So, yeah, we did totally fight over coffee and socks. And uh, then we moved on and went on with our day. And I think that's just kind of what you have to do in these times. You have to accept that it's going to happen and, you know, get get your words out and then kind of let it move on. Y'all, I mean, this is for COVID-19 and this is for life. I'm telling you, like, we spent way too much time doing this. And like me and Megan have never been the innocent type to like not have it out. Like, I'm just going to be honest here. Like we will have an (laughs) argument. We will have an argument. And I believe, I truly believe that if you care about your relationship, you're willing to fight for it and you're willing to fight each other for it. And yeah, we talked about silly examples and that, and that's fine. Like I just wanted to give a silly example because I know some of y'all are shaking your heads out there like, yep, that totally happened. Maybe not with coffee or socks, but something else. But like those those things, like they can become much bigger things if you don't just face them head on. Because I would argue that like if you're not having arguments, if you're not fighting and you're biting your tongue and you're like 
building that up like that, you're going to someday explode and it's not going to be healthy because we spent a lot of time early on in a relationship holding a lot of emotions in. And then at the time where they did blow up and things did get out of hand, like it became so much worse and it was so much harder to back off the pedal because you hadn't pressed that pedal in a very long time. But if you're willing to face these things head on to understand that like you and your partner aren't perfect and you're going to have issues and these things are going to come up back to what we said, they will come up. You will have issues. The more you're willing to look in the mirror at yourself and understand and really reflect on the person you are and that you're not perfect and that your partner's not perfect, it's so much easier to get past these moments and be like, you know what? I was wrong. Because you'll realize that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong because you're in this together. And those little things, even big things, like you can talk them through and resolve them if you both come at it as adults and are willing to have the conversation. And that, my friends, is how not to hate your partner during coronavirus. That's right. Now let's go wash our hands. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm into that. <laughs> Hey, B, what did you think of that episode? I think it was pretty dang good. Well, what should someone do if they enjoyed these last 30 minutes? They should probably head over and leave us a review so we can reach more people. They definitely should. Guys, if you like the Fools in Love podcast, please go follow us over on Instagram at Fools in Love podcast. We'd love to connect with you and learn more about what you'd like to hear. 